Hi guys, my name is Rihanna and welcome to Till Shiloh Radio. If you love theology and history, the true history, this podcast is just for you. But before I dive in, I also want to let you know that I make music mixes for your entertainment. They are strictly reggae, you know, that feel-good spiritual reggae music. So if you are a first-time listener, you will see that there are music mixes in between each episode, just for you. So are we ready? Let's begin. Till Shiloh Radio. Can we talk about what's going on today? Can we talk? I mean, I've been gone for a bit, you know. God has been keeping me still to focus on him, especially during these times. Um, You know, I've just been taking in everything going on around us these past couple months. And I'm ready to talk, okay? So we got this coronavirus that had a lot of people, you know, locked up in their houses in quarantine, you know, for the past couple months. And then in the middle of all of this, we have the George Floyd incident. Now, as a black woman, of course, you know, I got hot. The first thing, like, I was like, really? You know, in the middle of this pandemic, you know, they're going to do this while everybody is already tense as it is, you know, and then I had to check myself for a bit and I had to step out of that anger, you know, and I've been trying to, well, you know, I'm still learning. I'm learning to do that more and more. If that's one thing the Holy Spirit, you know, has taught us to do is to stay in the spirit and, you know, not try to resort to anger or any negative emotions, because when you do, it does cloud your sight from seeing everything. It stops you from seeing everything like from the outside looking in. It blocks us from the truth. You know, in John 16, verse 13, Jesus speaks of the Holy Spirit to his disciples. And he says this about the Spirit. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Remember, guys, God calls us to be his set apart people. What makes us set apart is that we are out of the world. Okay, so now from that outside stance looking in, I've been watching everything go down or I should say fall into place, you know, kind of like a row of dominoes. And come on now, you know, we've been knowing for a very long time what will happen. You know, we know the end of the story and we know how it goes. And we know that the enemy and those working for the enemy has gotten us right where they want us. We even got believers falling for this hot mess express. Okay, listen. If you know the outcome, you'll see the journey. My people, come on now. You know they will never let a good crisis go to waste. Listen, this coronavirus went down and I watched many conferences on the news and I read how many articles and then I realized I was like, oh my goodness, like this is it. Come on now. We know the prophecy regarding regarding the mark of the beast, you know, not being able to buy or sell. People have been talking about this microchip theory since I was a child. Listen, we know that they know that we know about the mark. So of course they got to handle it in a clever way, correct? If you attack a people's health, you've got the people in your hands. Because of course no one wants to die of sicknesses and illnesses, you know? And if they tell you ways to prevent it, you will comply to ensure your family is safe. Now with that being said... The numbers for those who are aware, you know they've been completely rigged. They've been giving out rigged numbers, causing complete fear in people's hearts. I might butcher this uh, doctor's name, but Dr. Ngozi 
Ezaik, who is director of the Illinois Department of Public Health, she made a statement back in late April stating how COVID deaths are being recorded. And I'm going to play this clip and I want you guys to hear what she said and I want you guys to take it in. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given, you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if... Um, Technically, if even if you died of a clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. Now, y'all, I know who the author of fear is and who is not. So when I had seen that they were writing people off as COVID deaths, even though they didn't die from COVID, I was like, nah. 100% they're using this to their advantage and this is an attack from the enemy. If something is confusing and it doesn't make sense, it's because it's been tampered with. The elite are doing the will of their father Satan, who is the father of lies. John chapter 8 verse 44 says, You are of your father the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies... He speaks out of his own character, for he's a liar and the father of lies. Now, y'all, you know, you know, and we know, we know what season we're in. And as much as we would like to play pretend and act like everything is peachy, 2020 came with a bang. And if you've been paying attention to the game for a while, you already know we are in the last season. So I want to ask everyone now, my main topic today is, are we ready? We're in the big leagues now. And even though the war started in the Garden of Eden with Eve, this is the real battle. Satan and his army are snatching souls like no tomorrow, and a lot of people aren't even aware of it. Even believers, they don't even know that we are doing the will of the enemy. The first thing the enemy did was attack the church when it got set up and infiltrated it. Believers are in church every Sunday, but they don't even know that they aren't honoring the true Sabbath day that God told us to honor through the commandments. Believers are picking and choosing what rules to follow from the Bible. And if you really and truly believe that the Bible is God's word, why are you picking and choosing what works for you? The church has been corrupted. And the biggest thing that scares me is that they don't even know. They don't even know it. And the church doesn't even want to hear it. Yahshua the Messiah says, come out of Babylon. Come out of her believers. We are not following God's word. Majority of these pastors are leading the people astray because they don't even know the history and the corruption of the church. Everyone is following tradition, just like the Pharisees, the same tradition that Jesus spoke against. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 15, verse three, and why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? Colossians chapter two, verse eight says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Christianity got hijacked soon after it started, and the traditions that are followed contradict the commands of God. We don't keep the holy days sacred, and we do not follow the ordained holy days. We follow man-made 
days. The days that we adhere to are the pagan sacred days. And if you do enough research, you'll see that these holidays glorify the Antichrist spirit. We have come up with our own traditions like the Pharisees, traditions God that has never God has never told us to have. And then the saints puff out their chests and look down on you for not obeying these man-made traditions. My people, God's Holy Spirit is passing through the earth right this second. Are we ready? Are we ready to receive the Holy Spirit? Are we ready, those still asleep? Are you ready to wake up and be covered and protected by God and His Holy Spirit? Isaiah 56 verse 10 says, Israel's watchmen are blind. They all lack knowledge. They are mute dogs and they cannot bark. They lie around and dream and they love to sleep. Listen, guys, this podcast, I could have done it like the many out there and preach a prosperity gospel to you and the whole feel good approach. But being a Christian is not easy at all. It's the hardest thing that we have to be in and walk in in a world like this. But I'm a realist and God's word is real. And I'm not going to sugarcoat anything because sugarcoating won't save anyone. Sugarcoating is the most dangerous thing you could do to a soul. This is real life. This is literally life or death, life or death of your soul. It is time to put on your armor of God, the armor being his word in its entirety. Those picking and choosing what you want from God's word by picking and choosing which parts to apply to yourself, you are not fully suited for the war to come. The scripture says put on the full armor, not some, not a little. Ephesians 6 says put on the full armor of God. It's either you believe God's word is real or only some is real, but I'm just a messenger here to explain to you how the entire word is very, very real. We need to prepare for this war. They are coming for us, okay? They are coming for us, and I worry because I see my brothers and sisters in Christ are not ready, not at all. This coronavirus came and took everyone out of their comfort zone, okay? Too many believers are loyal to the church, but not the kingdom of God. All you know is your tradition and what the pastor taught you. What did God teach you, brothers and sisters? Are we ready? God took the church from the believers. Y'all keep forgetting the church is not the house of God. You are the house of God. You are the church. And God came and took it from you to show you that. He wants us to be in the kingdom. He wants us to be kingdom ready. The jumping and dancing and shouting in church days are over. Sitting there watching a pastor preach is over. God is calling his kingdom to work. Be like the disciples. Listen, time is running out and we must know the scripture and the Holy Spirit in the these times to come. God is raising up people all over the world. He is preparing this remnant for the times ahead of us. God has separated these people to live in the wilderness where no man could teach him, only his Holy Spirit. Many proud believers will not like who God raises up. The days of the church being operated like a business is over. Thousands of people who would never receive Christ will do so in this season, praise God. God's Holy Spirit is pouring down like rain on who he has chosen. You will know who walks with God in this hour. God is raising up a powerful and faithful children among the earth in this dark storm brewing ahead. You think 2020 started off bad? This is just beginning, baby. It's only gonna get worse from here. Listen, we keep expecting and hoping that the world will get better. I mean, we all want it to get better, 100%. There's no doubt about that. But the reality is, is that it won't. It won't get better until the return of Christ. Are we ready? Do you all see what hour we're in? 
We are much closer to the times than we think and a lot of us thought we would never live to see this day, but here we are. This coronavirus is a scapegoat for what's to come and there's chaos right now working this matrix into its new heightened stage. And I know y'all keep seeing people talk about how these masks are just the beginning of the condition. And I fully agree. There's a whole lot of stuff going down regarding this pandemic. Like I said, they are mentally conditioning us to accept the new way of life. A way of life that will conform to this new world order that has been introduced. It's either you will adhere to what the government will tell you or you will fight for your freedom. Now, I'm not saying that the coronavirus isn't real. Like, it definitely is. But it is being blown out of proportion. Listen, like I said before, nothing is adding up here. And if something don't add up, it's because it's been tampered with. Okay, I have a question. Bill Gates. The same Bill Gates that wants to stop the world from being overpopulated all of a sudden wants to save the whole world from a pandemic that is lowering that population. Make it make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. But what does make sense to me is attacking a people's health to get them in the palm of your hands. And if you manipulate the people with fear, then you have them in your hands. This is what it's all about. They have to groom every single person for this new world order that will take place. You know we read the scriptures about the mark of the beast and not being able to buy or sell. And basically, you won't be able to participate in life as we know it unless you have this mark. Okay, too many of these things are connecting. And I personally believe that the mark very much so could be the vaccine. Okay, they are expecting a second wave of this virus. And this is the first virus to take the world by storm, at least in our, our generation. I mean, this thing had the world on shutdown. And I really believe after the second wave hits, it will either be you get the vaccine so you could go back into the outside world or you don't. And I mean, the government has stepped in and played God in a sense for a very long time. OK, it has conditioned the people to have faith in them over Christ. And they have taken everything into their own hands. We can't eat. We can't have a home. We can't travel. We can't get married. We can't drive without their approval. These are our God-given rights, and, they, and we literally cannot have them without approval from the government. Now, isn't that something? Listen, those who live off of welfare and government funding, they are already where the government wants them. So when the time for the mark comes, those people are already lined up to get it so they can continue living the way they've always have. But those who have to work to provide for their families, they will get it done to ensure that they still have shelter and food for their families. This is where they get you. We have become so used to relying on the government for all of our needs. What happened to God? God will always make a way. Best believe that. Trust me. If you really and truly believe in your heart, I am telling you, God has always protected his children. We read about it so many times throughout the Bible, but we have forgotten. We have forgotten that God protects his children and have put the government on this pedestal of godliness. This is wrong. This is so wrong. The system is the system of Satan. These people don't do the works of God. They do the works of their father, Satan, who is a murderer and a liar. The days will get worse, my people. The enemy will attack us and will attack our children. But how far are you willing to ride for God? I think we all forget that our flesh bodies are just clothes for our spirit. This body will pass away. But what we do here on earth determines where we will spend eternity. Listen. 
the believers in Satan ride by him and do all his biddings, but the believers want to be sometime-ish and call God when it's convenient for them? No, we must ride and die for our salvation. When I die fighting for my freedom, that's okay because I will rise again. These last days call for faith. When death is looking you in your eye, will you laugh in its face and have no fear or will you cave in out of fear? The scriptures say, although I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me, God. I will fear no evil. Some of us will die and some of us will survive, but the saints, we will live in harmony in the new Jerusalem when the world has fallen away and Christ is king. When these people call forward peace, we must prepare because destruction is coming. First Thessalonians 5 verses 2 to 10 says, For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly. As labor pains on a pregnant woman, they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like the others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. For those who are asleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Luke 21 verses 23 to 28 says, How dreadful will it be in those days for the pregnant women and the nursing mothers. There will be a great distress in the land and wrath against this people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all the nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars. On earth nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. People will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming over the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time, they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and of great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up, lift your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Why can't we realize how lucky we are? Our Father in heaven loves us so much and has had so much mercy on us to tell us what is to come. He has told us how all of this would end. He told us and we take it for granted every single day. People, we are running out of time. The clock is ticking. Are we ready? The spiritual war has already begun and the people of the world don't even know it, including the saints. The enemy wants your mind. Your mind is the gateway and once they have it, they are in. They have already started to come for us. Break those shackles, my brothers and sisters. Break the shackles that the enemy has wrapped around your mind put on your armor of god yo let me tell you guys something i understand i understand how nerve-wracking and scary it is to figure out that this land of make-believe is just that it's not real the children of satan has everyone brainwashed and the world is participating in a demonic ritual and don't even know it come out of babylon my people so much is happening right now so much and I don't even know where to start, but the enemy is attacking everyone. All communities are being attacked with different tactics. And I know what I'm about to say, the vast majority won't like. But if what I say upsets you, 
I don't want you to get mad at me. I want you to sit and reflect as to why what I'm saying is really upsetting you. Like really reflect and think about why you are getting upset. I'm not trying to disregard your feelings, but I'm gonna tell it just how it is. The thing that is happening in the world right now, the chaos in the world right now, it is festering on your feelings. And this is how the enemy gets you. The enemy plays with your emotions, which controls you. You know when someone is taunting you and you know it's to get a reaction out of you, but you ignore them. And when you finally blow up and snap on them, like, you know that feeling? Most of us has been in that situation at some point in our lives. So I want you to think about that. When someone is continuously taunting you, trying to get a negative reaction out of you, and when you finally snap, who has won? Hmm? Who has won that battle? Exactly. The one who was taunting you has won the battle. And you did, exa you did exactly what they wanted you to do. You reacted. They were able to get into your head, causing you to retaliate. Okay? Guys, this is exactly what the enemy has been doing, okay? In a couple of my previous episodes, I quoted the book Art of War by Sun Tzu, and I will continue to quote it because we are in the middle of a war and the heat is about to turn up, okay? I've quoted many times the Know Your Enemy quote from the Art of War and the part where it says, if you do not know yourself or the enemy, you will lose every single battle. Listen, let me pause because I know this quote right here is what's happening to my brothers and sisters in the black community. And right now we are being played like a fiddle. Okay, I hate to say it, but it's the cold hard truth. We are getting played over and over and over again. Okay, we have been the most brainwashed people for a reason. And like I mentioned, when the same thing keeps happening over and over and over again, of course, our people are going to get frustrated and want change. But I want to talk to you all from a view not according to the flesh, but of the spirit, because this is where the actual attack is happening against us. And I understand. I understand how upsetting it is to have our black brothers and sisters die solely on the fact that people feel threatened by our black skin. And I know it burns. It burns to see others, especially white people, downplay what's happening to us. I know. This tension has been growing for decades and it gets to the point where we are like enough is enough. I get it. But this feeling is the exact feeling the enemy wants us to feel. Once we cave in, the puppet masters, they have you. I want you to know, black, white, Hispanic, I want everyone to know right now that we are being provoked right now. These lives that are being taken by police brutality, they are not taking accidentally, they are provoking us. And yes, I'm sure all you guys want to know why they would do such a thing. Oh, man, let me sit up straight. Let me sit up straight because now I'm ready. Now I'm really ready, okay? Let me dive in here today. Let me dive in here today since this is where this is going. Guys, the United States is collapsing, okay? It's collapsing. This is a planned collapse so they can destroy the old order and make way for the new, okay? In my previous episode, um, the one, the Holy Grail and the Bloodlines of the Dragon, I spoke about the birth of the U.S. and how the U.S. was set up to basically be a guinea pig version of the New World Order. The USA was a test run, and now that they're ready for the real deal, they are ready for the New World Order to finally make its appearance on this stage. You know, the old one has to be destroyed in order to do so. So now the unseen hand of the elite, they don't care about the collapse. They want it to happen. They want it to happen to make way for this new order. But what they do care about is the story that they got to give the masses as to why the collapse happened. This is how it goes, you guys. This is what they do. And then it gets put into the history books for the upcoming generations to be brainwashed. This is the reality, guys. Hence why I've been quiet for a while and keeping to myself during these times. I needed to be still so that I wouldn't see things through the flesh where the enemy will toy with my emotions and cloud my spiritual sight. Okay, if you know the outcome, you will see 
the journey. My people, are we ready? Things are about to get a lot more worse. Are we ready? Brothers and sisters, look at who we're demanding justice and peace from. We're demanding justice and peace from a system designed to kill us. Make it make sense, please. The people that you beg for equality from is orchestrating this whole thing. These people are the children of Satan. They have pushed and brainwashed everyone. Stop looking towards the enemy for saving. God is our savior. Justice will come. I know we are tired. I know we are, but this is the devil's world. God is coming to get his people. Yahshua is coming with the sword of justice. My black brothers and sisters, remove the strings from our backs. Open your eyes and turn to God. Revelations 2 verses 10 to 11 says, Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the church. For the one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. Also, Romans chapter 12 verses 19 to 21 says, Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, It is mine to avenge, and I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So I ask again, brothers and sisters, are we ready? Are you living in a world based off of facts or are you living in the engineered reality created by your enemy's narrative? They don't want the collapse to be blamed on the mismanagement of the system because this is the same system that is planning to unite on a global scale. The coronavirus, the economical crash, all of this, is a scapegoat to push the narrative of the collapse okay this is all one giant psyop okay that is why the scriptures say put on your full armor of god not some of it but the whole suit put it on ephesians 6 verses 11 to 17 says put on the full armor of god so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms therefore put on the full armor of god so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all of this take up the shield of faith which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god we need to do everything we can in order to stand strong in our spirit Okay, the enemy is after our mind so that we don't adhere to God's word, which protects our mind during this war. The enemy is working through this psychological operation. Okay, psychological operation is a military term which is defined as operations to express select information and indicators to audiences to influence their emotions, motives, objective reasoning, and ultimately the behavior of governments, organizations, groups, and individuals. They are killing people to provoke us. And when the government and the media and the celebrity puppets and many of the sort jump the wagon to push the provoking to get us to get us little people to play our role in the story they're trying to push. Okay, they want us to carry on and protest and bring people out in the streets in the middle of their pandemic so that they could bring out their SWAT and their military to bring about martial law. This is all a psychological operation of the elite that are working for their God, Satan. 
to push the narrative of the U.S. collapse so that they can set up their global new world order, where one man will be chosen to govern over this. Okay, I think you guys can see where this is all going. They use black people to build America, and they will use them to destroy it. I want to ask everyone something, okay? Why is there an expectation of justice and to be treated fairly by a nation that enslaved and murdered us and only gave us freedom due to wars and political reasons, only then to keep the major of us in poverty? Why do we expect to be treated fairly by these people? What it looks like to me is that everyone forgot where we were, okay, or where we are. People forgot the reality of the evil in this world. Everyone has been drinking from the cup of Babylon and has gotten drunk, okay? This is like a case of Stockholm Syndrome. These people never cared about us. Stop looking to the enemy for help, okay, guys? And I want to make it clear that when I say the enemy, I'm not talking about white people. I'm not talking about all white people because white people, just like all the Karens and Kens, whatever you guys are calling them, they are all in the same boat, okay? It might not seem that way, but the enemy is using them just as much to play their role in this as well. Everyone has been tricked, okay, bamboozled, and they want us to stay divided for the sole reason that they don't want us to come together and rise against them. There are more of us and less of them. Because we are too busy fighting one another because of the lies of Satan himself, we have allowed the enemy to sit back and laugh. We are all clowns doing everything they want us to, and we're following the mental conditioning of our oppressors, and we're fighting the wrong fight. It's naive to think that by protesting and rioting that we will change the racist feelings that people have been taught from their forefathers, especially now since the news is capturing riots, and you know, they're pushing the stereotypes that these racist, racist people believe. Okay, is just feeding this spiritual demon even more. My black brothers and sisters, we have not been ready. We've been drinking the Kool-Aid and have been living in Wonderland. People forgot that we are living in the land of our oppressors. Everyone forgot that, like, I don't know how everyone forgot that this has always been happening. I don't get it. Where was the news and the celebrities when this was happening all throughout the years? Come on now. And I've come to learn that when something is trending in the media, the same media that is owned by the enemy, something a lot more sinister is going on, okay? This is the real world. People have forgotten the world that we live in. This world is being run by evil. It has been for a very long time. This is why Jesus came to teach us how to remain pure and in the spirit. Jesus taught us how to. Jesus taught us how to not let the enemy taint us, how to not take part in on the earth and how to control our spirit and our minds. Don't let them take that away from you. It's all we have left in this world of evil and corruption. This is all organized chaos by the elite. This is the very, this is so obvious. They're paying people to take part in this chaos. And the unknowing people living in these neighborhoods are jumping in. Look at George Soros funding the Black Lives Matter movement. He is funding this organized chaos. If you close your mind to the outside noise of the media and the government and just take time to think and use the brain God gave you, you will be able to see how they are using our anger and our oppression against us. My answer to all of this, and it will be very hard for some, for some to understand because the flesh is very weak. I get it. It took me a long time to get it. But we have to stay out of it. Do not fall into the trap of it all. Listen, the world is going to be judged. All of the blood shed and all the evil done onto it, the day of judgment will come. And if we stayed out from the jump, their plan wouldn't be working so well on us anyways. I know what I'm saying is hard to hear, but when it comes, when it comes to race, this is all matters of the flesh. 
We need a sound mind, better known as self-control, in order to live and prepare for the worst to come. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 says, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who has called you holy, so be holy in all that you do. For it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Then further down to verse 22, it says, Now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so now that you have sincere love for one another, love one another deeply from the heart. For you've been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. See, right here, the enemy is stopping us from living God's word to ensure that our spirits have everlasting life through Christ. Satan is stopping our entry to the kingdom of God because he himself was kicked out. Come on, you guys. You already know how it goes. We must love one another. That is what Christ's final command was to us. And look at what the enemy has done to us. When we engage in the spiritual war against us, you have already lost. Do not let the enemy use us as puppets. We are begging for rights and equality from a system that is bound for judgment by God. We are asking for rights and reparations from a system that already hates us. Learn who you are, my people. Learn about why they really hate us. This is a spiritual battle and you cannot stop a spiritual war in the physical world. These murders against our people are horrendous. They are sacrificing our women, our men, and our children for, this, for their satanic agenda. But please know that I am not telling you all to be comfortable and accept this. Never. Never will I accept evil being done on earth. And I'm telling you guys to understand that this is something greater than skin color, even though that's what they want you to think. White people, the police, the government, they are not our enemy. The only enemy we have is the devil himself. And he is playing puppet master amongst all of us. And what we need to realize is that the devil will use our own people against us too. Okay, so keep that energy. If you can't stand against racists, you better check those house slaves that are misleading you as well and feeding this demonic energy as well. The only way to win this battle is to stay out of it. And if you can't understand that they are provoking us, then you aren't paying attention. Every time we react, you are falling for their bait. Again, I say they used our people to build America and they will use us to destroy it, to make way for their new global order, where the power of the world will be in the hands of one man who the believers know to be as the Antichrist. So I know it sounds bad when I say stay out of it, but when I say stay out of it, guys, I don't mean like, obviously we're upset. I'm not saying, you know, these lives don't matter. They matter. What I'm saying is the protesting in the street and asking this corrupt system to give us justice, justice that it will never give us because who it works for and who it works with, we are asking the wrong people for justice. What I'm saying is we have to take matters in our own hands. Stay out of it because when you do, when we do what we're doing, we're only playing into the game that these people are playing. 
What we need to do is come together as a people. Right now, they are dividing us. They're dividing us and they're sparking a divide. That's why we're seeing more Karens about. That's what we're aggravating each other on purpose because of the story that they're spinning in the media. What we need to do is come together in love. I know it's hard, but you come across a racist. You know what I mean? When they talk to you, question them. Question them with love. Why are you doing this? Why do you feel this way? Do you know what I mean? Have a decent conversation with them. Because like I said, at the end of the day, these people have been brainwashed as well. They've been brainwashed as well. And it's unfortunate. It's a, it's a really harsh reality. And I get it. Like, you know, when you're done wrong, you don't want to see it as so. But everybody has been brainwashed. We were all created equal. We were all created equal. And there's a major brainwashing that's going on you know i seen a video on social media um it was a video of it was black and white people but they were praying together they were praying together about the situation and it out of all the videos that was the most powerful video i had seen most powerful video i had seen we need to heal we need to heal amongst ourselves because we can't look for healing in the government and the system because they don't want us to heal we need to take matters into our own hands stay out of the chaos they want us to partake in we need to stay out of it and we need to come together you know what i mean and it's hard this is what jesus taught you know turn the other cheek People persecuted him. People attacked him. And he continued to teach and preach in love. This is what it calls when it says, pick up your cross. You know, it's a hard walk that we have to walk in this game of life. You know, but what I've what I've come to understand, and don't get me wrong, trust me, I used to be all about, like, I was a reactor first. I react first. But I've come to learn there's a lot more power in teaching, a lot more power in keeping your calm and having a conversation with them and ask them why they feel that way, that the way that they do. And, you know, it takes a part in learning as well. Like, you know, you obviously you're talking to somebody, you have to know what you're talking about. You know, these people who are brainwashed, these people who are racist, they're brainwashed, you know? Teach them their history. Teach them that they've been brainwashed. This is not a way to think. And we've all been bamboozled. We should all be on the same side. It's just so horrible what they've done to us. And what they've let us do to each other while they sit there and cackle about it. You know what I mean? It's so wrong. We're all on the same side. We are all on the same side. And play, and they're just playing everybody like a fiddle. Because in the ancient days, there was none of this. No black and white business. There was none of this. You know, you were a Jew, you were an Ethiopian, an Egyptian, a Greek, a Roman, or you were Persian or more. The term Negro wasn't used to identify a black person and Caucasian didn't refer to white people. Skin color became a focus because of white supremacists in Europe after the Renaissance. Remember, after the fall of Greece and Rome, Europe did not have any great civilizations for a long time. During the Middle Ages, the black nations of Africa and Asia had the biggest political and economical and educational influence in the world. 
okay? And while they were thriving, Europe was going through the dark ages for a thousand years. They were a hot mess express, all right? They weren't advancing uh, culturally or anything, okay? They were left behind in a sense and black nations were thriving. When Europe finally began to make moves and catch up to speed, some Germans thought of themselves as belonging to a superior race. Okay, actually, Johann F. Blumenbach was the first to ever divide humanity on the basis of skin color. And that was that was the 17 to 1800s. Okay, there was no attempt ever to do this before. Okay, he was the one who started it. And he was the one who named the whites after the Caucasus Mountains because he thought that the purest white people originated from there. All right. So let me hold my horses here because we could go into the history of the nations another day because this is my focus in this episode. But my main thing is that we need to stop letting the enemy play us. Okay, there is more good in the world than bad, although it may not feel so. But, you know, evil is trying to turn us to this new era, you know, their era of evil. Jesus told us to love one another and the media is spinning things out of control to turn us against each other. And instead of love, we're turning to hate. <sighs> Brothers and sisters, I ask that you take the time to pray. Okay, the Holy Spirit is being poured out on the earth right now. Get rid of all the distractions, the news, the media. Keep your eyes and your mind focused on God and his Holy Spirit. Call out to him, my people. Call out to God and ask him to fill your heart with love and understanding. Ask him to guard your heart and, and your mind from these attacks from the enemy. We are running out of time, saints. We need to get ready. We need to get ready. Revelation chapter 18, verse 4 and onward, it speaks about the fall of Babylon. And, you know, whenever I read about Babylon, Babylon is basically the system, okay? The system created by the hands of men in the spirit of rebellion against God. That's how ancient Babylon was built. The new world order is a replica of the same system. So you guys know I've said that many times throughout my many episodes. So I'm going to read Revelation 18, verse 4, okay? And it says here, then I heard another voice from heaven say, come out of her, my people, her being Babylon or the system, come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues for her sins are piled up to heaven and God will remember her crimes. With such violence, the great city of Babylon will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of harpists and musicians, pipers and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of the bridegroom and the bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's most important people, but by your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of the prophets and God's holy people, all who have been slaughtered on the earth. Interesting. Doesn't that tell you something? Like I said, whenever I read about Babylon, Babylon is basically the system. So whenever I read it, just like how it says, you know, come out of Babylon, I always read it as, you know, come out of the system, my people, in a way that we could all understand. We understand the system, right? 
Come out of the system, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For the system's sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered its crimes. With such violence, the great system will be thrown down, never to be found again. The music of the harpists, musicians, pipers, and trumpeters will never be heard in it again. No worker of any trade will be found in it again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in it again. The light of a lamp will never shine in it again. Your merchants, the systems merchants were the world's most important people to me i always read that as the corporations and by their by the systems magic spell all the nations were led astray in this through the system was found the blood of the prophets of god's holy people and all who have been slaughtered on earth by your magic spell all the nations were led astray that magic spell is the Kool-Aid that everybody is drunk. This system is our enemy, okay? And when you read God's word and its word in its entirety, this is what God has been calling us to do from since the ancient days. This is what God is trying to save us from. We have always fallen prey to the system. Jesus came and spoke against the system and he was the first one they came and took out, just like all the others that challenged the system. This system being the beast. This is what we are partaking in when we let them put the strings in our back. Stop letting them use us because in the end, we are only furthering the agenda that Satan has created to have us destroy ourselves. I wanna thank you all for listening to this episode. I wanna continue discussing these topics as they pertain to what's going on today. I mean, I totally could have gone off the deep end in this episode and spoke way d deep into the history of why, you know, these things are manifesting this way today. But I will continue to break them down in the episodes to come. But, you know, this was the message that God had put in my heart. You know, are we ready? Are we ready? You know, tomorrow is not promised to us. We could die at any moment. And if you did, think about this. If you did, okay, would you be able to say that you did what God sent you here to do? Did you live a life of the spirit and truth or did you live a life of the world and the flesh? We forget that the flesh is just the clothes for our spirit and Satan attacks us through the flesh and makes us forget that we are a spirit. We are much greater than this fleshly body. Satan is trying to deny us our entry into the kingdom. So are you ready? Are you ready to be a part of the kingdom of God or are you having too much fun? In the jungle if you've enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified anytime a new episode or music mix is uploaded this podcast is available on anchor spotify apple Podcasts, youtube and many more be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family thanks you guys so much for listening god bless you all